You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. No worries. Let's see if we can get a cold open in the time necessary for Ben to get here because I don't feel like spending a lot of time on this. Oh man, I do. I do no, know. I mean on the on the cold open. I have a uh, lot to talk about the game. Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. Uh, a proud son of the Touchline Media Group because we don't lose to directional countries, unlike some other countries that maybe have played soccer today. Uh, my name is Asa, aka The Twig. Um, I'm without my co-host today because I believe as we are recording, he is um, incapacitated at some manner of um, bar. I actually don't know. I think I think he's he's on a plane. But I'm here. Uh, don't paint him in that light. He's he's on a he's on a work trip right now in the literally air. Literally just got here. Literally just got here. We're 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 so happy that the stump is here because he's um, a professional. Stump is here. He is a professional. Um, and we are brought to you by whoever Blue Wire decides to put in, as well as Smith Workforce Management Group. Uh, not wearing a t-shirt, are you there, Stump? Oh boy, that's a lot of chest hair. A lot oh of chest hair. <laughs> you had a few drinks that. there, bud? I had none. I had a uh, two-hour delay on the tarmac uh, at Denver International uh, that I was asleep for. So I went to sleep sitting on the tarmac, and I woke up on the same tarmac. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's like, the op- like, like, that's like the inverse of the Fight Club thing. Fight. Where, um, you know, like if you fall asleep one place and you wake up another place, are you a different person? Um, and in this case, it was you fell asleep in one place. You thought you were in another place. You were not. Uh, you were still in Denver. But anyways, I'm here with uh, as well our, our panel, our, our group, our chat of uh, soccer experts. We've got uh, Ben Harold from um, Ohio and uh, we've got Kevin I'm from Michigan. I live in Ohio. 
but hold on. You, you, your parents live in Ohio. You live in the moment. <laughs> uh, as well as Kevin, who is from the backwoods of Mississippi. Um, <laughs> at no point is Kevin, I believe, uh, from the backwoods of Mississippi. Um, so uh, there was a game uh, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to start like this before we get into the lineups, before we get into sort of like the timeline of events, before we curse um, certain events such as they were, I do want to say this. And, and, and I'm going to say this at the end too. If you had told everybody in this chat at the beginning of the game, we are going to get a point in the Azteca. You all, everybody here would say, thank you. We will if you would have told me like a year ago you were going to beat Mexico soundly at home and get as rod as Teca and feel guilty you didn't win, oh my God, sign me up for that all day. Yeah, so that's what we did. The worst part about tonight was that Mark Anthony K is a dick. Um, yes, that, <laughs> not exactly breaking news. Yeah, that uh, you know, I'm just saying that complicates like, things a little bit. I'm just saying, like one side of that trade in MLS. Uh, put on a result today and one of them didn't and and we needed both of them too. So anyways, uh, we had a, we had a game. Um, America played Mexico in soccer, which like matters. And it's, it's a funny thing because, and I want to sort of open with this a little bit is that there was so much like talk about like, Oh, you know, do you, do you save your guys? Do you play pragmatically? And we're going to lose a lot of people who we could have used against Panama. But once that game starts, and you see Memo Ochoa in the other goal. And you see, you know, I, I guess at, at this point, it's, you know, like Guardado is not there, but like Edson Alvarez, you know, it, it, in the hole or, or, or Jimenez. Right, yeah. Like you see those guys and you're like, you can't do anything but put Christian and, and Wea and, and, and Tyler out there. Like you have to do it. Um, so, so let's get to the, uh, to the lineup. Um, does anybody have this in front of them? Because I really, really need a truly after that experience. So I'm going to go get a drink and somebody else can start us off. <clears throat> I feel like for, from memory, I can do probably the U.S. Right. Yeah, I, can, I can pull it up real quick. Or ben, do you have it? I mean, I can do it from memory. you got Stefan and Goal. you got Zim and Rob, Miles Robinson at center back. you got um, Jedi and did, Yedlin. Did that, did, that that crack, did that crack come through on the... Uh, <laughs> it is always a nice, nice sound when you hear it or listen to a podcast. Uh, you got the midfield of Acosta, Musa, and Adams. Then you got the front line of uh, Pulisic, Wea, and Pepin. So uh, now do Mexico. That that was why I had to pull up the lineup, which is of Mexico. No, I could have done the USA from memory as oh, well. That's just eleven bad guys. With Ochoa and <laughs> yeah, that. it's 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 eleven bad guys, but specifically Chucky Lozano, who is on a mission tonight. But we'll talk about him in a second. To kill everybody well. in the row <laughs> row twelve. <laughs> <laughs> he he had a, a specific uh issue with somebody like yeah probably row 12 like usually it's like row z you know, but no, no no he was like he was skimming the top of that net I, I was gonna say yeah we can joke about him hitting it into the stands but also that he was asserting himself into the game in ways that no winger from the met from the u.s side was doing yeah that being uh, said there, there were a lot of like half chances and Ben, do you? All right, sorry, I don't want to disrupt the, the podcast. So continue, and I'll get to my points later. But Ben, I know that you have connections. Start pulling those XG numbers because I, I need to know. Oh, they are. So, so I, I will say, traditionally, around the twenty-minute mark of our review, we get the the XG numbers. Um, I, I have some trash XG numbers from Footy Stats, um, yeah. but I don't know right. if they're any good or not. Ooh, yeah, they're out. We 
we win we win XG the XG battle one point two six to point four. That tracks because we had two huge chances and they had one half chance. Although this is where XG kind of fails, like Tecatito dribbling out of bounds and not even getting a shot. That was my doesn't thought. count at all. Yeah, and like that's that was gotta, like that's got to be. I don't know. But that's a chance. The the big chances and. I'm, I'm, I feel like we're, this is the opposite of bearing the lead. Like the big chance was PFOC. And then the secondary big chance in the game, in my mind, at least was the Polisic where he kind of like scuffed it right into Ochoa's chest. Mexico had more half chances and, oh, it would have been a, it would have been a very Mexican national team finish where it was like, it was, it was a tough ball in and it would have taken like a great shot, but that's like the kind of stuff that that team technically is very capable of. I mean, but like. Team honestly seemed like a preseason game. Like both teams were just sloppy, like bad yeah. touches, giveaways. Honestly, Super I can't sloppy. believe there wasn't a goal with as many, like just giving it away. So compared I, to how the U.S. like in Columbus, the, the possession stats clear this out. Like where the game was played in Columbus was almost exclusively in Mexico's end, and I felt like that that was like the peak of what I've prop in recent memory I've ever seen from a U.S. national team. Just suffocating the counter press worked well. We got two at the end. Good times all around. I was expecting, truthfully, Mexico to kind of put their foot on the ball and like really punish us. And up and until the last like seven minutes of the game, where we were, we clearly got gas. It was really when Gio made that like run, and he 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 left like six guys behind him, and there were no runners. And I was standing in my living room <laughs> screaming like a psycho, like "Where are the runners?" Like it's one guy running through a whole team. Like that would have been nice to have Morris there, just like running. I get it. Plastic was Jordan tired. P Fox is just standing there uselessly. So we're well, gonna we're, so 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 let's let's get back to the. To I've got the, too much enthusiasm. I'm sorry, Asa. <laughs> um. So so obviously, like let's let's talk a little bit about the the, the lineup still, um, because there were some choices that were made, um, that were interesting, um, and some news that came out. We haven't talked about the fact that we we the U.S. men's national team has no right backs for the Panama game, um, because Reggie Cannon uh tests positive for COVID. Uh, he's out. Serginho Dest has a has a pulled hamstring. He's out. Uh, Shaq Moore is somewhere in Spain. Uh, Joe Scally apparently uh, before the game. Uh, Joe Scally and John and John Brooks were like making fun of Berhalter's mom or something. They're like they're, before they're the game. Dog. I thought I saw that Tenerife tweeted that Moore was already on a plane. Yeah, I think I saw that too. But so great. Shaq, knows. Starting at Orlando. Shaq Moore <laughs> starting it right back in the biggest game of qualifying. Awesome. You know what? <laughs> yes. Does it feel like that he's down a level from Dest or Yadlin or Cannon Share? Is he still better than Panama's right back? Who I don't even know who it is. Absolutely. Player for player, we're still better than Panama. I don't give two I, shits you, about you, it. Do you guys want to for cursing? It's okay. 100%. Do you, you want to? You guys want to see me lose all of my uh, Euro Euro snob? Um, Bonafides real quick. Yeah. Aaron Herrera would have been a better choice than Shaq sure. Moore. Whatever. Greg doesn't call anybody for him recently. True. Sorry. We're going to be playing a team from Panama who's most of their best players sit on MLS rosters. Or USL rosters. Yeah. USL. We, will get, we will get to Panama. But, uh, like, but so, so what did you guys think about, about Stefan Overhorvath? Um, I, I, when I saw it, I wasn't shocked, but I was, I was like, I was like, oh, that's, that's interesting. I guess once he went 90 for, for Man City, it was like, okay. I mean, I think it's pretty clear. Stefan is Sprague's number one. Yeah. Yeah. If he's, if he's available, he's there. I don't know. I I still think that 
I really do think that Turner might win out over him in the end, but I don't think that Horvath once Tasis point once Stefan did 90, like that was that. Yeah. Um, as much as I like Ethan Horvath uh, at, at center back, precisely what we thought at fullback, precisely what we thought. Um, there was a question of whether Adams and Acosta were going to start this one. Uh, but like I said, like when you go to Azteca, you, you don't hold back. Um, I think that that was the right call too. I do too. I, I, I actually, you know, I, I, I was actually very excited to see Acosta because I stupid thought that maybe we were actually going to do a four, two, three, one. Um, but same <laughs> like, be, because I don't learn these things. Um, but, but I, I liked Acosta because Acosta as opposed to Della Torre or Busio, who would have been the other options um, is defensively minded and, 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 and was not going to overextend himself. I can promise you that if Luca Della Torre was in that game, he would have gotten too far forward and we would have, we would have hurt. I fully subscribe to like the, if you're old enough, you're good enough kind of thing. Like Gio Reyna is, is probably the best player in the men's national team camp right now, like period. Yeah. But there is also something to, like Kellen Acosta is very much in a, a, a as someone who's now 34, who thought they were an adult at 22, 23, and now realizing I was absolutely not an adult. Like Kellen Acosta is much more of an adult than some of the other dudes that you see on the field. And I, I, I just got to imagine like playing, you know, remember playing pickup basketball against like the old guy yeah. and he, you're just crafty. You've learned, like, you know what to do, what not to do. And I feel like Kellen Acosta has like a bit of that to his game now where like he is a hardened adult man. <laughs> And sometimes at Azteca, you just need a dude who's like, I've got steel and I can stand up to whatever like comes my way. And, and he did something that like experienced CONCACAFers uh, did, which is twice Mexico could have played quick on a, on a free kick. And he just stood in front of the ball. Like he just, like he just stopped it, which is like, it's shithousery, but it's necessary. Yeah, Tyler and, Evans is good at that too, which is t- good because he didn't do anything else good. He, uh, he was there. He, well, I don't want to say anything else. He had a couple of good defensive moments, but he was a yeah. disaster on the ball. No wonder he's not playing for Leipzig these days. Yeah, yeah. it's it's. I, I I hesitate to give credit to people who are anonymous trolls on Twitter, but that one anonymous troll on Twitter, like who's been beating this drum for a year, like about about Adams, maybe like Adams being this important is sort of a problem for our our ceiling. Um, I, I think that that's maybe not the worst thing. So, and then up top we had our best three. I mean, like. Given that Reyna can't go 90, I think that that's clear. Um, Our best three doesn't involve Pulisic at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Well, I I mean, I would – yeah. I I I actually think he he had a couple of of moments. I thought they did a better job. So all week in his press conferences – he all week, like he he was available every day. But the press conference that he went in front of the media formally, he talked about how he – just needs to like play his part. Whereas I remember in a lot of previous windows, like all of a sudden it's like the 27th minute of a game. We're on the road and I don't know, God knows where. And he's like almost between the center backs, like collecting a pass to play like a one, two. I only saw him do that once today. Yep. He, he stayed in his spot. And when he got the ball, I thought that he was a bit more dangerous than I had seen before. Now, granted for his pedigree and where he plays and like who he's supposed to be for this team, it's and even what he was is like basically a child in the last window. Like if you look at his goals and assists output last time, like he almost like single-handedly carried us to a world cup. Um, it's still bizarre to me 
how sometimes ineffective he is, but I, I feel like he, he did a better job this game, like just playing as part of the system that I, I think that was the right play for him. I mean, I guess it's just, he doesn't, okay. He's been on form with Chelsea for what a month now. So I was kind of thinking, okay, he's, you know, he's got the mojo back. We're going to see something with the national team. And then when he comes to the national team, he, he hesitates, he turns backwards. I mean, to spit out like a take on Twitter where I said he reminds me of Sebastian Lejet, which I immediately regretted. Yeah, but, that's harsh. Um, <laughs> but like, what I meant by that is like the Lejet never plays forward thing, and like Pulisic when he gets the ball tonight, he like holds it up, holds it up, and then he either plays it wide or backwards. He's not beating anybody. He's not. He's not driving. So, so know, he's just Greg does not get the best out of him. No, I agree Clemson, with that. Clemson I, I, and Arena both got more out of him than he does. So I, I, th- I thought that, that. that that Christian had two positive moments. Um, one, obviously, the goal scoring chance. You know, he made that nice run at the right, at the right time. He he didn't get there. Whatever. Right. Um, I, I I I subscribe to the to the scuffed theory that finishing is not a skill. Um, we'll get to the PFOC thing in a second, but oh. um. Yeah, but but my, I might I might have finished that one. <laughs> um, but but my my the the most impressive thing that I saw Christian do today was um, in the first it was the first half when he got horse collar tackled, um, like he he got the ball turned made a run to the middle and 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 was there. So that was when he was isolated with Herrera, yeah. right? Was that the first half? Yeah, it was because he was okay. going to. And I mean that was a pretty time. good moment, but unless I'm remembering wrong, I feel like he had a chance to play the ball early to one, maybe two guys on that and didn't. And I mean, it ended up working out, but I don't know, even that, like. I, I, I do wonder whether, whether or not, um, and, and I, I don't remember who it was. It might've been, it might've been um, Adam USMNT stand talking about how when basically when Pulisic doesn't play with MMA midfield, he doesn't look very good because there's not the second attacking threat coming from behind. Like, you're right that he actually he does look behind him for support. He's not looking to play it forward. He's looking to play it to someone in stride coming from behind. And usually that's McKenney. So if McKenney's coming, then it's like, oh, he can do that thing. Um, Moose is not great on those off-ball runs. Um, you know, he's more of a, a, a dribbler himself. And Acosta doesn't do it. Well, also, when, when the U.S. beat uh, Mexico and Cincinnati, I thought the midfield just dominated that game. Yes. Like, just completely controlled it. I thought they were mostly invisible tonight. Like a Musa had a shot and one good dribble. Acosta had a moment yeah. or two. I mean, but for the most part, like I thought both midfields were just kind of bluff. From probably the 35th minute on, I was calling for Musa to get subbed just because I, in, in separate texts and maybe in this one as well, I can't remember. I feel like Des kind of gets this like road game treatment where like you're much more likely to see Des start and go 90 at home. And then like on the CONCACAF road games, like you just don't play him. And Musa has kind of had like a similar fact pattern where like there's games where he's, and they've, I think have almost always been at home where it's like, holy crap, this guy might be like one of the best players in the region when he's collecting the ball, getting a guy like on his back and then just like going and continually um he just really hasn't done it on the road i was calling for a de la torre sub very early even with valencia he's got like a 60 minute ball like that's about what he's got that's about what he's got in the tank right now i don't i don't know what that is but like in 60 minutes 90 minutes at altitude he was like dead we were dead 
sorry go ahead i was just gonna say like the thing is is that like we we talk about like this like like it's like we're confused but he's 19 like he doesn't have the legs like and and like like we we can talk about that i don't think he does i would would be a lot better off when i was 19 than when i was 30 yeah but like like the thing is is that like the especially playing in a in a in a in a a game against Mexico, like you're going to get hit a ton. He, he was on the, he was on the turf every other, you know, every other time he touched the ball. And I think like, it takes a certain amount of, of toughness. And like, you talk about like a freshman wall in, in basketball. Yeah. Um, like, I think that like, I think that he gets by at, at least at, at this point, a lot on youthful exuberance and around the 60th minute, um, unless like he has wet, uh, like, like, as we've seen, like he gets energized by Destin Wayo next to him. Unless you get yeah. that, like, he, he's just not going to be the same well, player, which is it, fine. And Adams is several years older than he is, and then Acosta is even older than that. Like, yeah. Acosta is Yadlin. Maybe you could argue is like a year past prime, but like Acosta is like really the only guy that we started tonight who is like this is his prime. Like Stefan, maybe. Yeah. Who's the other one? You said Zimmerman. Zimmerman is he like 25, 26? Yeah, you might be right. That's a little late, but like, if you all right, if you did like a think of like the Tom Brady photo from him at the NFL Combine, (laughs) where he's like standing there looking just like an everyman. Mm -hmm. If you like put like if you just like physically look at Musa next to Conor Costa, you're like, my god, like this dude's like he's got these like tree trunks for legs, like he's just clearly like a much more like physically and like intimidating looking dude. But maybe there is just something to be said about, yeah, 60, 70 minutes in, he just needs another couple of years of seasoning um, well, and, and the to thing get him is, to where he needs that, to be. Is that at Valencia, he doesn't go 90. Like he, right. Not so, often, yeah. Yeah, so like, so like I, I just don't know how much experience he has in his career going 90 minutes. And he yeah. does it, and, and the national team asks him to do that. Well, because, and you know, you know what's a weird thing to think about, too, from this game? Like, to zoom out a little bit? Like, I feel like we probably should have won this game. Like XG yeah. bears it out. We had the better chances. Yep. Who played well? I thought Pepe played really well, despite Fat Mob saying that he had a five point nine. I, I thought mean, that he his... touched the ball. Maybe the maybe the center backs. I can say played well, but like Zimmerman, I, I'll, I think I'll go had a good game. Zimmerman, I thought watch, but nobody. Wea? I wouldn't say anybody played well. We- yeah. Wea, maybe. No, uh, I... Geo, I thought played well. But yeah, like, was great, but, but for. 15 minutes yeah. yeah so so like the thing is, is that god he's so good i can't he's wait so to, good oh he's man I, panama apart, I hope he's gonna go least. 90 against panama he's gonna get a hattie yeah. we're gonna have a first half hat trick and we're gonna be clinched it's gonna be like the all, 35th minute all i want is, i'll be is, running around arvada colorado like freaking in my underwear just super pumped up what, <laughs> what, what i want out of geo in panama and again we'll 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 get to the preview for panama um after the break but what I want from him is that like, and this is a basketball thing. And obviously I've been watching a lot of basketball recently, but there's a certain um, moment in a basketball game in which a certain, like a player takes over scores and then turns around to the crowd and starts barking. This is my city. This is my mother city. And I just want Gio Reyna to do that in Orlando, <laughs> a place I assume he has never been. <laughs> I thought he was going to do that to the Azteca after he left, like, <laughs> right? the fifth Mexican player behind him. Like, <laughs> After P5 screwed that up, he's like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to dribble everybody. I mean, like, it, it was sort of like a Thanos, I'll do it myself moment. <laughs> well, and kind of like that, I have to do it myself because there's no one else here. It's <laughs> wild because, Chains like... of the last 17-year-old we had at Dortmund. Right? So, like, he was very good in the summer. And, like, even... And you could kind of see it for, like, for Dortmund. And then he got hurt. And he's been, like, gone for a very long time. 
And I've like kind of wondered this in my head. Okay, so he's obviously hurt. He's not playing. <clears throat> but at the same time, like he is going through like a, a biological, like a transformative time in his life. Like he's like, and all he was doing was lifting. Right. And I really wondered, like, is he going to come out the other side of this? It's not even like, a, oh, he's got to come back from injuries. Like, he's just going to show up and be like, oh, like, I'm an adult now. <laughs> and I, I I, really, in some of those early clips and, like, all touches I've seen from Dortmund, it's like, he looks better now than he did before his injury, which is, like, crazy to say. Where, like, he just, it doesn't matter. Like, well, the ball's close to him. He'll collect it. He'll put you on his back. And he's going to figure out a way to, like, get past you. Like, the ceiling I mean, for him is... Well, is impossibly high, and I you still just mentioned it. it at the beginning of the pod here. But I think the best, like, we're not going to see it in the next two games. Maybe if Berhalter decides to experiment over the summer going into the World Cup, but like a 4 2 3 1 with like Pulisic, Gio, yes. and Wea across that front three behind whoever. I mean, I feel like that makes better use of our depth. And then because we're we're short on we're short on you know eight sixes, so then you can you know mishmash Adams, McKenney, Musa, Acosta for those two midfield spots behind Reyna. I, I feel like and I'm good with that. Got to try it at some point. It'd yeah. be hard to con- to convince McKenney though to sit back in a do in a double pivot. Oh, do that pulley system. He can be the one that gets forward, and Tyler has to be responsible. Yeah. So like 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 look like I think like what we're talking about like in a four two three one like we can just call it a four three three, but Gio's not tracking back. So. All right, fair. Yep, four three three, and Gio just is not doing the work. But my God, when the ball's on his foot, he's gonna. I I don't know. I'm still. So so it so is zero zero draw. I'm, I'm even he's more like, a like encouraged. Kid. He's like six one six two. So like, so he's I not he's not Christian Pulisic. Like no. he's not five six. He's going to grow into his body. Like, his dad is, like, a big guy. Like, have you seen Claudio Reyna's jaw? Like, my, my boy is not going to be, like, a frail human. Like, he's a big man. So, I was, I was watching this game. Too? Yeah. I was watching this game with a friend of the pod, Nico, who had a horrific afternoon. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, horrific afternoon. Let me tell hey, you. Tell him to cheer for the USA like a real American. He, 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 so, midway, about, like, after after the um <laughs> after the Italian fan, huh? Yeah. yeah. So after around like the sixty fifth minute of the America game, like you could see the dread, the existential dread of him having to go through a day in which Italy, Michigan, and the United States lost games. Like I, I don't think he was like conceptually ready for that. But he I mean, won- the Michigan loss wasn't bad though. Like you weren't you weren't supposed to be there. I mean, you, you played him tough. That was respectable. Fine. It's fine. This I mean, preseason ranked fourth. They. Maybe should have been there. <laughs> not wrong. Well, clearly, clearly, Caleb Houston was not ready to be a contributor this year. He was not. Uh, but do you know who is ready to be a contributor? Is is Gio Reyna. But we, what we were saying, <laughs> yes, back on target. Uh, what we, what, what I was saying is like you look at him and like in in football projection, American football projection, you look at a guy and you look at his shoulders and you look at his like chest and you're like, is this a guy who can put on twenty more pounds and play? Remember like Josh King from Michigan State, his yes. his recruiting photo. Yes, I've never seen I've never six, seven, seen clavicles yeah. like that. Six that seven two fifty, uh, and he could have been two ninety. Um, yep. Don't know what happened to him. Don't want to talk about it. I mean, do you have uh, one of those no, guys who can put him at that, like but... five positions, and he would probably be our best player at like all five positions. Yeah, everything outside of the the defense. I I, I like him as our best player, but like he's going to gain twenty pounds, and he's going to. Like, I, I can see Dortmund being like, all right, we can't afford to keep Holland because we have a stupid release clause in his contract. We can keep Gio, and he's going to be – I think someone said, like, so, 
they're seeing him as like Marco Rosa. Yeah. Rosa. I'm sorry, Gio's going for 100 million in like two years to Man City. We know. <laughs> so um, no, whatever I, new oil money club is around Newcastle. 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 <laughs> yeah. The North. So yeah, right right before this cycle is when Dortmund started leaking this. Like he's like the Royce uh, heir to heir, heir yeah. to the throne. And I yeah. get it. I, I I don't know. I'm a slappy I, yeah. totally, but I just well, I'm not the only one who thinks this. Like you oh, trust. Yeah. Like if Dortmund says these things, like like you trust their player, like it's like them and like Ajax and maybe like Barcelona as far as like yeah. clubs in the world who develop players who know what the hell they're talking about. Like, yeah, don't trust mm-hmm. Kevin from Colorado <laughs> to assess like youth talent. But if like if Dortmund steps out and says, like, hey, this guy might be pretty good, like they know what they're talking about. Yeah. So, Kevin's so- been Kevin's been penciling him into the Rapids lineup for 2024 for the past like three years. <laughs> Um, he, hey. he might get he might get bought by by the Cronkies, but it's not going to be that club. Um, God yeah. forbid he goes to Arsenal. God forbid. Um, I'd rather assume that leads in some like weird like yeah. mismatch with Jesse Marsh and all the boys. Um, so so we we, we haven't talked about it. We haven't talked about it. And we're not going to talk about it. But Jesse Marsh's quote that set uh, U.S. Men's National Team on fire about stop criticizing the team was very very funny. Um, that was that was delightful. Anyways, so so today, like um, before before we get to sort of like the timeline and the and the preview of Panama, such as it is, um, I, I just want to say again before we go to commercial break, we just got a point at Azteca. I know that we all wanted more. Take like take the win, <laughs> such you know, right. so to speak. Take the win. You got four points out of your two fixtures with Mexico. That's, That's right. a win. Or you, you know, like we are Somehow going. You to... got one out of your two with Canada, but well, it, well but, but I guess I guess if you had told us we were going to get five points out of four fixtures with North America, we probably would have been like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's I about right. guess who the, the who the loss was to, but no, hey, no, no. But um, but what you can guess is that these folks right here are good folks. Please, please, please make it so that we didn't just get an ad from like somebody awful. <laughs> Man, great again. Weird. <laughs> um, Some like mercenary group. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like it's like, like the Blackwater, like, Blackwater, yeah. or Lockheed Martin is like we are actually now uh, reaching out to soccer fans because that group is notably um, in support of the military industrial complex anyways um let's talk about <laughs> other things real quick uh so so obviously in this game there, there were a couple of big moments um you know you guys mentioned that it was like it was sort of a sloppy game which it was um but there were a couple of like wide open moments i thought that um sort of on a theme level i thought it was interesting that mexico identified immediately that jedi was going to get forward and almost everything went down um their right side um because they knew that jedi was getting forward well, and I also thought I tweeted something about this. You know how, like, in football, like, your starting corner goes out and, like, the next play is a bomb to the guy who comes in to cover him? Yeah. I don't think – I I mean, I have to watch again, but I don't think they went after EPB once. That made no, no. sense to me. Like, the center like, back that hasn't played in 
five years playing out of position. Yeah. Go test that guy. Oh, uh, I was I was very upset on the couch about I'm like, why is Eric Palmer Brown I thought it was gonna be long right wing back? I thought it was gonna be long. I th- I thought that Long was going to be playing as a midfielder, and I thought Acosta was going to be the right wing. And back. to be fair, prove me wrong. He actually like did okay in a couple of one on one duels and like yeah. won the ball, and he, and like made me look like an idiot, which isn't hard well, to do. But I'm like, oh, maybe a Burhalter like well, you know was, figure something out in in training. Like I it get was it. funny because he was standing there on the sideline, and I'm like. I'm a pretty big national team fan. I don't know who that is. I said the same thing. I saw, I saw 22, and I like I swear to you, like my it's first like, thought was like, did I miss Eric Williamson being on the roster? I was like, is that Conrad? It kind of looks like his hair. <laughs> I, mean, I, I I didn't know who it was, and I when I saw that both of them were queuing up, my thought was like, I'm like, why are you taking off walk like Zimmerman and Miles? Like, a that makes no sense from like game state. B like they've been fine. I'm like, oh, all kind of, no, 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 no. Bring it on more Hang on. Um, we don't have any fullbacks on the roster anymore. We don't. Uh, so, um, do you know, do you know who might be useful? Just like hypothetically, a guy who can play both sides plays in the Bundesliga. Anyways, never mind. Um, no. So, <laughs> so just so, for cover, like you don't have to play I, it the doesn't guy. Even matter. Like, I don't, I'm not I, doing I, this. I I, we can't do this. Um, we're gonna. Build, <laughs> yeah, we can't do this. Um, so, so obviously there were, there were three big chances, um, for America, uh, two and a half, um, big chances. I thought that, that, that the first two, I thought that Musa did, didn't, did a, did a, a fine job. You know, he, yeah, it was he, on target, it was on corner. target in the corner. Yeah. Um, you know, on a one time, like one time he didn't take an extra second. I, I thought that was fine. Um, I thought that Polisic did what he was supposed to do. And I thought Ochoa made a great save. Like, look, uh, Memo Ochoa is a villain to us and has been for a long time. He he made a nice save. It generally happened. speaking, if you get the ball on target, I'm not that hard on you. Would I yeah. love you to hit a like a, a corner? Yeah, but like the Peacock not even getting it on target. So that brings like, us I'm to I'm still probably yeah. not going to take a point just because I don't feel like it's fair. It was in the air, but like. Man, get the dang ball on target. I, I, the, the funniest part about that entire thing was that before the ball left P-Fox's foot, Gio was already bitching at him. So I, like, Gio I was already going like, into halftime the- being like, oh, this game's going to end 0-0. I'm going to be so mad at Pulisic. Because, like, all right, yes, it was on target, but, like, he's also your best player. And, like, Landon Donovan kicks that thing, like, through the back of the net yeah. and, like, hits someone in the first row. Like, he buries that. And, like, I'm not going to pretend that Landon Donovan's club career will ever be anything like politics, but like in this region, like Landon Donovan was like the grim reaper to central America. He was called the executioner for a reason. Right. And like <laughs> at a certain point, like you, you look at stuff like that and you're like, okay, yes, I understand club form and all the other things that go along with it. But like, man, it just feels like Donovan would absolutely bomb that through the back of the net. But then P Fox did what he did. And I'm like, Oh, I'm not mad at Christian anymore because that was, <laughs> 10 times the, the blunder. Gio immediately went to the LeBron uh, final so, thing with uh, J.R. Smith. Like, he made the extra pass. It was probably the right thing, but you're not passing the early the right college. Thing. Shoot the dang ball. Next next so, time, Gio will not pass that ball. <laughs> what well, kills me? Like, I think with Dortmund, Erling Haaland will like rip your head off if you yeah. do not pass him the ball. He's been like conditioned, and like at, at Dortmund, it's the right move. You get it to the machine. <laughs> but it's like- the right move. Okay, so U.S. national team Twitter and conventional logic. Okay, every time my phone dings from Fot Mob, and I'm like, "Oh, Pufox scored again." I I rush to the computer and I pull up Reddit. And I'm like, "Go to soccer." I'm like, "Oh," and it's another like, 
it's another goal that PFOC smashed in from like inside the six. That was a PFOC vintage goal. Like he scores no other way. To be fair, I don't watch a lot of. It Swiss needed to be league. higher. His feet don't work. Like he, right. it needed to be higher. If you get that, that, if you get that ball chest level, he 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 heads it into the ground and it's a goal. Maybe, but all right. Well, that, that's that's not on very, Geo. Very Geo, Geo did no, that's I'm not saying I'm not, that I'm was not a perfectly squared ball for him. Of course it was. The, a professional soccer player scores that. The conventional wisdom of what Peapock does and doesn't do, like that is like that is what he does. It'd be like if like Zach Steffen went to save a ball, but all of a sudden, like in midair, you realize like, oh, my hands are made of water, and like the ball passes through his hands, and he can't save a ball. That's like a that very was weird analogy. That is what Peapock. <laughs> no, because he does nothing else. All right, the, weather boy. <laughs> well, the logically like, leading up to this game is like, and actually, a lot of people thought that Ferrero was going to start because like he drops deep and like. Like we're going to be against the ball and he'll be the one to do the holdup and like connecting play. Pepe's like kind of, he was the hype train, but now like he's not scoring. What does he do? And then PFOC is like, oh, he's who you play against Panama because when you cross the ball 37 times oh. in a row in Sunday, like on Sunday, eventually he's going to head one in. It's kind like of like that- carrying like that three point shooter who just stands in the corner to hit threes and then he goes 0 for 9. Right. Like, and then he hits the side of the backboard. Russell like, Bird. Dude, go sit down. <laughs> So uh, it, it's, it's I don't forward. I don't know what that does mathematically to like our qualification changes. The the Costa Rica win over Canada is a total wrench that like none of these yeah. like fact patterns we're thinking through. I have to imagine that three points is better than one, but it still seems like the the fact remains you beat Panama at home and like I that's think, the end of it. Yeah, I think we well, beat Panama and we're guaranteed fourth at least. If we beat Panama, we're guaranteed fourth and. Uh, Costa Rica would need, Costa Rica would need to beat us by seven. Yeah. Right. Unless unless Costa Rica hangs like a ten bomb on El Salvador on Which Sunday is possible, but not likely. Right. Is that at El Salvador or is it a? That's at El Salvador. Okay, that's a little. Um. So 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 again, like with this game, I I do want to say about the about the defense. Um. Again, like we've talked about on this podcast about how Greg Berhalter's defense works and again like look Chucky Lozano had had a whole bunch of really like try hard moments in which he was close ish to something and like look on a second watch I wouldn't have been I doubt I would have been very as nervous as I was watching live um but the U.S. the U.S. also had what four ish really bad turnovers yeah that didn't come to anything yeah so I don't know that's what I'm saying like I don't know, sloppy, sloppy from Mexico too. Remember the Olays where they passed it out of bounds? Yes, yeah. that killed me. That was so, awesome, but it's so like atypical of Mexico. Usually they're so clean. It was. US I think it's tough to like, Remember, I, I was just gonna say like I think both teams were like so tight about this game, like knowing like what a loss would do. I was watching like the the football Americas that Herc and Sebastian and I can't remember who like the ESPN Deportes uh like pundit was who they had on but they were basically talking to him because he has a, a he's a bit more like Mexican national team facing than the other two and he's like they're like the fans of the Mexican national team are like more uptight and nervous about this game than like what you're hearing from like the USA because like this is their home game in the window and like they've got to like send a message to the U.S. so they were Mexico played with nerves, I think, as well. And yeah. I think that the Azteca, A, not being full capacity, and B, the whole first half, it was, it was a very thin crowd. It wasn't scary, which is like, no. like, usually, like, Azteca feels like 
like the, the, the analogy yeah. I, I use, I use is, is autism in Oregon, the way that it's like, everybody is on top of you. And right. the difference is, is that in Azteca, they usually throw pee at you, but. Well, and also the field kind of had that, like three high school championship division games were played on it like yesterday <laughs> and it was like so, all chewed up. Yeah. I don't know. Like people were blowing tires left and right during the game. Credit oh, so to it's like FedEx. God. No, I'm saying it's like FedEx. It's uh, Daniel Snyder's in, tar- in charge of turf management. <laughs> My wife, Colleen, was like very critical of the playing surface, like initial, like from the very like beginning of the game. And so she, I mean, she played a lot more soccer than I ever did growing up. And I was like, really? Like, I'm like, I would just be surprised that as Tekka, like it's, it's, it's almost like the cathedral of the game in like, in North America, I'm like, I can't imagine that the field isn't pristine, but like they kept showing these like camera shots. She's like, Kevin, the, the field is like chunked up. It doesn't look good. Well, who plays their home games there? Club America? Is that their home field? Yeah, yeah. CA and I, I thought Cruz Azul might play there as well. I don't know if there's been a bunch of like youth games or something on it lately. I don't know. Yeah. It didn't look good. It did it it didn't. Um, but I, I think like look, like it's crazy, but we can say like, look, we got the better of that game, and not the better of that game like Canada, where it was like Oh, we got the better of that game. They played exactly the way they wanted to and and whatever. We and and look, like I I had talked about prior to this game uh, in various places about how like I didn't really care if we took the game to Mexico, right? But we did. I mean, we pressed high, we tried to do it, you know, like if you play the you know, if if or 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 coulda would as like if McKenney is in the spot of Acosta, you know, does that game look different? And I, I you know. I think possibly. if McKenny runs onto that ball that Musa, like, yes, yeah. he hits it in the corner, but he kind of scuffs mm-hmm. it. Like, I think that McKenny puts his laces through that and probably puts it in the exact same spot. But behind and that's Ochoa. not getting saved. Yeah. Yes, that's not getting saved. So, so possession was 60 40, 62 38, basically. That seemed a little, I guess, the end of the game Mexico had a we lot. Didn't, I was we didn't, say it yeah. closer to 50 50. America game. didn't have the ball after the 80th minute. After, after Long and Eric Palmer Brown came on, we didn't have the ball. I want to see heat maps though. I don't care how much teams possess against us in their half. And there, there was, and there was, there was like a 10 minute, not 10 minutes, but it felt like 10 minutes span where the ball was just at Ochoa's feet and he would play it to a center back and P Falk would run after the center back and the center back would pass it back to Ochoa. And we would just like, fun is a strong word. So, so for context, (laughs) the, 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 the two, nothing, the Desicero against Mexico in qualifying, uh, possession was 49% U.S. 51 Mexico. And that game was played basically in their half of the field, both halves. That was a thorough domination. So it, it's heat map stuff. Like pos- yeah. possession is like a good, like first pass, but you've got to look at where the game's played. And that well, game, when you watch, uh, when you watch Salzburg play, I love that style. Just like get it and go, get it and go. And so like that, I think fits the U.S. Yeah. Temp- it was the best, but I don't know. It was in the first half, and there was a <clears throat> there was a ball that Acosta. It, it almost just kind of like came straight to him, but it, there was a clear opportunity where he could have like turned forty five to sixty degrees and played like a sideways or backwards pass, and instead he like one timed it in an attempt, I think, back to Wea, and like yeah. just that mentality is like totally different compared to like from earlier in the cycle. I felt like a lot of times when we like we're almost gifted a possession. Rather than trying to press that advantage, it's, it's the Panama. It was game. recycled. I, th- I think the Panama game changed a lot of mentality. I think for Acosta I specifically, I think that some things happened in that game that he probably 
has looked back on and said, you know, you, you can't do that. You, so, and, and, and certain players haven't come back from that game. Right. So. Um, yeah. I mean, Legette's not in camp. Right, Sardis isn't in camp. And uh, Shaq Moore. Uh, Shaq Moore is on a plane right now. Again, so let's not forget. I understand that. But, <laughs> but like what and, I'm saying and, is that like, like that, that game changed, I think the mentality of a lot of players, like Canada aside, like it, there wasn't, there wasn't back passing there, you know, like there was this, this intent to get forward. Yeah, in the last more even blank for Tenerife. I don't know. So I got to look this up while we're talking here. Yeah. So, like, so, so he's I, been I, fine when we've seen him. Like, again, I, I don't, he's fine. He should be to the level. Like there are clear paper advantages that the U S should be able to press elsewhere. Like the game should not come down to Shaq Moore's ability to like create and defend. He just no. needs to exist. No and do a job don't don't screw up his, his right. job is for me at the end of the game to be like wait who played right back okay right and and i think he he can certainly do that probably and I, on the last podcast i think i made a mistake i think i said that jackson yule had played in that panama game i think not. he'd only played in like yeah he didn't i looked it up i think he only played in the previous um cycle yeah. or in the previous window yeah but um, burhalter has like, the last two matches all right <laughs> great hey, he's in form so, so let's go. hey his legs are fresh. Legs are fresh. Let's do it. Um, so, so three before that, but <laughs> but that brings us that brings us to Panama. So, a big a big concern about the the way that we were playing this game was that um, a couple of people were on yellows. Unfortunately, a couple of those people who were on yellows got other yellows. Um, the good news, accidentally, is that Gio Reyna is going to start against Panama because Tim Weah is not. Um, and Adams didn't get a yellow, right? Adams and Acosta avoided yellows. Um, I think Adams was the biggest bullet to dodge yeah. there. Yeah, and Adams Adams is going to, I think, I think go balls to the wall. We get three against Panama, and he will get a yellow in the 89th minute and take a flight back to Germany. Right. Um, I mean, as poorly as he played, I still want him on the field for nine yeah. minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was surprised that Wade didn't go the full 90. Just because you know he, you, you may as well burn the guy. Like maybe yeah, I, think, right? I think they wanted to get. I, I think I think that there is a real was a real sense like, hey, maybe Geo can do some shit. Which like, I, I, but I thought that Geo for Musa was the move I, again because I just didn't feel like Musa gave. I didn't think that it was like a vintage Musa performance. And Musa went I, I would have Geo for Pulisic because he wasn't sure. giving much, and you could save his legs for Panama. Yeah. Um, but I, I think pulling Pulisic, like for better or worse, it does signal to the team that like we're done here. Um, yeah. He shouldn't be this like sacred cow though. Like, no, I'm not, not saying he's better be. than other guys. Like, just his club form is great, but like we haven't seen it in four and a half, five years. Yeah, for the national team. Like, when was the last time that he like rolled into a game and just absolutely just laid the hammer? The on last team? time, the last time we played Nations that. League. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. But that Nations Nations League. was like a penalty. Well, yeah. no, no, I, I was, I was saying no. uh, the the last Mexico game in Cincinnati when he came on and immediately changed the game. Okay, fine, yeah. That, As yeah. a sub, yeah, he yeah. got that goal. Well, like, well I, you 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 asked me when he rolled into the game. I mean, I don't I don't consider <laughs> starters rolling into the like very. No, I guess, I guess I'm thinking of like, okay, so there's been some like performances from Davies where it's like, holy cow, like how are you going to keep this guy in front of anyone on the field? Yeah, Pulisic hasn't it, done that in a while. No, it, it's been it's been years. Um, but that, so I that, agree, that, no sacred yeah. cow treatment for him. Yeah, Gio's so, the only guy that, when healthy and in form, I feel like at this point, like really merits just like you give him the benefit of the doubt. 
Probably. Um, I, I think McKenney. McKenney, yes. Um, him as well. So, so I, I think the next game, um, I don't think that you're going to see much rotation because I don't think that you can, right? So I think right. Jedi is in for Wea. Yep, Rain is in Ferreira's, for Wea. Ferreira's probably in instead of Pepe. Yep. Um, and, and, and obviously you're going to get Shaq more at right back. Yeah. But I, I, I would actually, and I, I like Eunice Musa a lot, I would start De La Torre. Um, because I yeah. think that you have a lot less to lose. Um, if you had McKenney, I'd agree with you, but I'm not sure. Did how much how, how much defensive work though did Musa really do? Like, I, I don't know I, that he did that much work. I had a buddy who made some comments about how he thought he was like tracking runners very well, and and that's like a hard thing with two I mean, I'm, I'm in not, Like, I, that's hard to pick up like first pass. Yeah, I, I, I would pay attention I would, to like almost just that, to, yeah. right? Like you're that that's you scouting a player, not yeah. not watching the game. Yeah, and, and I love Musa, and so does he. Um, but I just I didn't feel like he was. There's been certain games where it's like he's the best player on the field, and like you can't take him off. And I thought that De La Torre today could have been helpful. And I would agree against Panama. I think that he just he has a bit more like final product. I think Musa is a great like progressor of the ball, but his best final pass generally is like to an overlapping fullback yeah. whereas De La Torre well, will find the winger who's like running behind the defenders to like score a goal well the question is do you want Adams De La Torre and Acosta or do you want Adams De La Torre and Musa I think you go De La Torre and Musa I want Adams De La Torre and Busio because that I think that happening. I'm aware but I think that <laughs> I think that that this is a perfect game for Busio because he's going to have an hour on the ball every time he touches it. He's a 70 or a 65 minute sub. If, if the well, game Moose truly is, is Panama, he's not, any, he's not going to have any more energy in the 65 yeah. yeah, minutes on sub. Sunday. And I, I Busio is another guy I have a total soft spot for, but I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I'd rather see De La Torre and Musa give as much as he can. Well, and De La Torre is like a locked on starter playing well for Heracles, and Busio yeah. is kind of in. Oh, and he yeah. plays reasons. deeper. He he does a different like w- when De La Torre comes on the field. I have a very clear expectation of like what he's going to do and what I want him to do, and that is very well aligned with what he does at the club team. Whereas mm-hmm. Busio, as an eight, he plays almost he plays deeper and a bit more defensively. So for so, Venezia. so the reason why I I, I don't mind Busio playing is because the way that our fullbacks, especially on the left side gets you know the way the jedi gets forward like you almost need that eight to cover a little bit more than you otherwise would like um which which mckenny obviously does phenomenally um but but i think i think ultimately like the 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 question you have here is is you know going into this panama game they they dropped two massive points to honduras which who can't couldn't couldn't be me um but they they put themselves in an impossible situation because America is going to go all out in this second game um, because they need to, right? And and they go all out and you go from there. And so Panama is in trouble, um, you know, and, and I think, I think that's sort of where we're at. Um, you know, obviously, obviously looking, looking ahead to the, to the other games in the, in the region, you know, you've got Costa Rica has a, has a gimme against Honduras, I think. Or else stole a point from Panama tonight. True. I, I like we, we all thought that we were big Canada fans. It turns out we're big Honduras fans. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah. So uh, 
I thought I saw that Honduras. I saw like a tweet that they called in kind of like a weird like rotational squad. And they so John have... John Arnold, um, who who puts out the Getting Concacaf newsletter, he was on Scuffed, and he said that that basically they they were using this as like a youth tournament. They're like so, maybe these guys can do it, maybe they can't. Who knows? It's not Honduras though. I think it's El Salvador. So Honduras plays Mexico plays at Honduras next. Okay. So Co- Costa Rica is playing, yeah, El Salvador. Great, great, so, great. great. Hey, but I'm gonna get a red card or something. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but 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 look, like like we're talking about these other teams. The fact of the matter is, you beat Panama. I am confident that you will not have to go play New Zealand in Qatar. Right. Like uh, that that that's what it comes down to. So you go beat Panama, and I think it's 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 a very confident moment. Um, because you go, you got appointed Azteca, and you you have been locked down at home outside of one game you've been you've been great at home so i think it's very simple right like i, I don't think we need to make this more complicated in this preview like win your game and i think yeah and i think 2017 helps here because maybe mm-hmm. maybe if 2017 doesn't happen you kind of like these guys kind of like oh we got this in the bag i don't think any of these guys are thinking we got this in the bag right now yeah i i don't think anybody is i think it's i think it's top of mind um i hope it is anyways um but you know like i said like i said at the top of this show if you had asked any of us five hours ago, would you take a draw at the Azteca? Everybody here would have said, yes, thank you. I'm going to go home now. So, you know, despite all of all of our sort of concerns and our sort of like, look, it would have been great if Peapock finished that. It would have been great if if Musa could have gotten it past Ochoa. It would have been great if 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 Pulisic could have finished it. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, the Mark Anthony the K red card is the fly in the ointment of this evening. Yes, correct. Um, so thank you to Canada, as they say. With, with that draw of Costa Rica was had lost that game, like we'd be like, oh, you could like, I don't know how the math is, but I'm like, I feel like we could almost draw Panama and still like, yeah, we would have been just good. like through goal differential, like we could have like strangled Costa Rica and that would have been it. Yeah. So, uh, so as as they say in various places, um, Canada, why do we let you still be a country? Anyways. Uh, I want to say a special thank you to our guests. Um, you can find Ben at halfspaces.com between now and the Panama game. You'll likely get a review of this game, right, Ben? I'm going to try. To the minds with you. Um, he will be uh, reviewing this game. Uh, he, he just put out a review of the Canada game from last window. Um, it's been wildly unpopular, by the way. I can imagine. <laughs> um, but uh, you can find him on Twitter at BL Herald. Um, Kevin is uh, on Twitter, but I'm not going to say what it is. I'll tag him. Um, again, none of you have told us what his Discord or Reddit handles is. We need to find out. You need to tell us. Um, but otherwise, he'll be he'll be in the in the in the swamps of uh, of Tennessee. Uh, my uh, my co-host uh, Greg, uh, you can find on Twitter. I don't even at- live there. <laughs> I, I don't think Kevin taking like a weekend trip. Yeah, I assume you're not right, that, you I know that's what I do I live like <laughs> three and a half miles from the foothills of the of the Colorado Rockies that's what I do on the weekends I load up the I load up the camper and I drive to Tennessee that's what I do the I drive east to not Tennessee. west yeah. the swamps of, there are no swamps in Tennessee as far as I'm aware I can um, I can almost ski a see a ski resort from my house I drive the other way though that's what I do Sure. Uh, you can find uh, for, for all of your worst takes, please at Mr. Mojo rising 89. That would be uh, my, my co-host, the stump. 
Uh, and for, for I'm, uh, you can find me at Diamonds Esquire, but I don't really respond there. Um, I'm usually the one behind the TLS underscore N underscore TDS account. Uh, not always though, because please, please, one of you take it over occasionally, please. Um, a special thank you to our, uh, special, special thank you to our uh, sponsors, the Smith Workforce Management Group, as well as whoever Blue Wire decided to put into this one. Um, we have some big news. I actually do want to announce this. This is some big news. Uh, the Instagram will be up and running shortly. Uh, don't worry about it. Um, uh, but actually, uh, please make sure to check out our YouTube channel. We had a great interview with uh, Chris, uh, Christopher uh, Andre Marks uh, this morning, so Thursday morning, uh, about his uh, documentary, King Otto. Uh, it was very fun. Uh, you should check that out. Uh, but uh, as always, please um, like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your uh, Canadian neighbors to the north who constantly disappoint you because they can't do their one freaking job. Um, but uh, a special thank you to all of our listeners, including those in Toronto. Um, we couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. So thanks so much. And we'll see you next time. Podcast Network.